Hi guys, this is Ross, uh, welcoming you back to another episode of Movie Seriosity, the show where we dissect movies, you know, with fairly blunt instruments. And Quarterly. <laughs> yeah, when we can. Um, yeah, just welcome back, and this is just going to kind of be a mini episode of the show where we recap and, you know, because it's been a while since we were on air, um, or any kind of any kind of media, not even air. But just to say where we've been and the reasons for our absence, because I couldn't get a signal from the doctor. Yeah. Now, I'd like to ask, where have you been, Ross? Because this channel, once again, has missed you. It's missed me, yeah? Yeah. Um, I haven't seen any comments. <laughs> there hasn't been any comments. Um, do feel free to comment in the future. Uh, but I, I think there's just more of a sense you can feel that people miss you. Like, I, you know, with some things, you don't need the comments. When there's a certain number of views, it's like, ooh, 18 views, what does that mean? That means they miss Ross. Something's happening. Ross has 18 subs on his channel. This podcast is also sponsored by Ross Askin's new debut album. Ross, you want to tell us what's that called? Yeah, it's called Best Before, and it took me a year to make, and I'm not at all happy with it. You're not at all happy? No, but because it's me. It's him, and so check that out as well. Why not? What else are you doing? If you're listening to this, you've nothing better to be doing, clearly. Yeah. So, so Cletus, there you go. Cletus um, is our number one subscriber, one and only. He lives in Texas and he has listened to this podcast 13, 14 times, episode one and two. He's been just dying for number three and we've really just kept him on the line, kept him waiting. But this one's for you, Cletus, as well. So um, maybe we'll organise Ross to send you out a copy of that album as yeah. well. There's maybe. a copy on YouTube for you as well, if you want to hear it. There you go. And that's for everyone, is it? Uh, yeah, anybody who can get onto the computer. And that's free? Yeah. So I can just listen to that? And yeah, it's on YouTube. Oh, wow. That's it's a good. very new kind of social media platform. Like. Yeah. yeah, that's good. You give music for your artists for free, um, unlike Jay-Z. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Um, yeah. I so suppose in terms of... Where have you been now? And, I have to catch you on this. Where have, you, where have I been? Yeah. I've been grafting, man. Have you? I've been on this channel weekly, nearly weekly, um, you know, reviewing films. Kind Breaking of what, necks and cashing checks. Yeah, um, it's kind of what it was meant to be mm -hmm. for. Um, this was our joint commitment, and you know, I'm I'm holding my end of the bargain up, and yeah. you know, the viewers, I can sense the frustration in the viewers. They really want to see two people on this channel. Yeah, and unfortunately, they only get to hear two people on the channel most of the time. It's just yeah. the podcast. So, mm -hmm. uh, petition for can we get one like, please, for Ross to be <laughs> in the next video? One like equals one. Want Ross. <laughs> yeah, for every like, you know, it's a little kind of scream to come back to work for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like St. Patrick being called back to Ireland. Come yeah. back to seriosity, Ross. <laughs> come back to us. It's like the thing that won't die. <laughs> no. But so you've been just busy working and a bit of album uh, yeah, like on the, the side. So most of your free time would be kind of doing the music and... Not even the music, I haven't got a chance to do that recently at all. Um, I'm doing the psychotherapy stuff now, so that's pretty much eaten up any time that I have outside of just my normal job. So, I don't know, it's like, you know, I'm burning the candle at both ends, really, <coughs> you know? Yeah, that and, and all that gang activity that you're doing. Yeah, yeah, like, we're giving back the TV, like, we're giving back the TV. Yeah, but you already took all the CDs out of, you know, the, the CD they, rack. I don't know what they're putting CDs into TVs for. <laughs> well, that's the thing. But um, we're giving it back, and it's reduced to nine months. So the warranty? Um, no, <laughs> no. Uh, my term 
inside. <coughs> but anyway, how are things with you? <laughs> That's a bit. What? I don't know. I don't know. You've you've moved on there quickly. We'll we'll leave it. We'll leave it there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's it's in the pipeline in me. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've really not been doing anything other than, you know, keeping it real, being sick, keep being sick, keeping it real, filming more uh, reviews, working, and yeah, just living the high life. Yeah. Of a low life. <laughs> it's tough at the top. It's tough at the top, but I wouldn't know. <laughs> so in terms of films, then. Yeah. It's been what since the last podcast? It's almost been three months, four months. I don't know. At this it's, point, it's it is a quarterly podcast. At this, <laughs> yeah. at this stage, it's <laughs> it supposed to be weekly. <laughs> yeah. End up being quarterly. When big businesses um, are having their big meetings, we're doing our <laughs> next yeah. episode. <laughs> when they're doing the the balance sheets, <laughs> we're doing a podcast. A podcast for an hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, this one, like the last two, were for an hour and fifteen minutes, nearly exactly, mm-hmm. which wasn't planned yeah. at all. So we're going to try and do a bit of a, a more concise version this time um, and see how that works, really. Yeah. Um, so in terms of what you've seen in the last, since we've last been talking on here, what was the last thing we thought? We were talking about Incredibles 2. Yeah, the that last was a long thing, time ago. The Rock was in a film. Yeah, and then I ended up going to see Venom and then you said we were planning it for months and yeah. I forgot. Yeah, we, like, it, would, it must have been about March which I apologise for as well. Where you're like, right, I hate super superhero films, but Still I really want to hear, I, want, I really want to see Venom. Let's go see Venom as soon as it comes out. Oh yeah, that sounds good, Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, and I cheated yeah, on you. You cheated on me. Yeah. There's no other way to put it, really. Should we hook it out? No. Uh, no, we're not going to hook it out. Because we're at the opposite ends of this very stern-looking table. Yeah. This is a podcast table. So, no, we, we, we'll... we'll Verbally hug it out, I suppose. Okay. Um, there you go. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but so, since then, you've seen Venom without me. I actually never even went to see it. I was so heartbroken after that. So can you tell me what that was like? Um, yeah, it was decent enough. Like, still pretty short. I thought it should have had a longer movie runtime. Um, and it could have been a lot darker. Again, I just fucking hate the whole superhero thing. <laughs> you know, it's just... Like, Deadpool is 100 minutes, the first one. And I remember seeing that, and I was like, okay, this is a new superhero. I didn't, I wasn't familiar with. Uh, you know, and then it was very short, and I was kind of only getting into it, and it finished. And I know there's a lot of reasons for that, but I feel Venom was very short as well. When it, He's such a legendary character in the comic book stuff. Uh, to me, anyway, I always loved him when I was a kid. Uh, he deserved at least, you know half an hour more in the movie or something or just to go darker even yeah. than it was but like in terms of it looked good again is it was it one of them ones like Suicide Squad where it looked better than it was I think so yeah like so I would have DC kind of fucked it again I don't know like um, maybe the DVD f- release will have like extra footage or whatever hmm. but really I think I don't know I just felt like short change with it you know I really wish there was something more to it you know. Well, what 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 did you want? Like, do you like obviously lots of people were killed and stuff, and you're saying it could have been darker. In what way could it be darker? Um, I would have had him go to I don't know. I suppose this is my personal bias coming into it. He would have like the psychological side of it. We could have seen more of like this tortured person, and really, I think Venom is supposed to be the personification of split personality disorder. Yeah. Um, like you know, thinking one way one minute and thinking 
the complete opposite the next like having a war within yourself that's pretty much venom is supposed to be the embodiment of that yeah. so i would have liked to seen a lot more of the psychological effects that it has and how was like tom hardy would say as a main as a main he was good but i would still like to see more of him you know yeah so was the script then or was it the directing you think that let it down um i don't know just maybe it's just me again like but it just it didn't do much for me. Like, I enjoyed it. It was good fun, but really, you know, it didn't give me that kind of satisfied feeling. Like, you know, yeah, that was bang on. But you, know? it, you didn't go into it with that, though, did you? I mean, no, I, like, you you were going into it saying, I hate all of these type of films, but this one might be a bit better. Yeah, I was holding up hope for Venom. Like, you know, I didn't... But did it live up to even that small hope? Because I know you didn't give it much hope anyway. No, it, I had a big hope for that because, I don't know, it's kind of... I hoped it was going to be something like Logan. <clears throat> You know, like a bit more real or a bit darker, whatever whatever yeah. way you want to describe Logan. But it, it didn't do that for me. Maybe if there's another movie to come or something, they might do what they didn't do the first time. See, that's the good thing about Logan Paul, mm -hmm. is that Logan Paul likes to get really dark. Yep. Um, shout out to The Forest. This is one of the events of 2018. Mm -hmm. That's really dark. Was that Logan? This, which Logan are you talking about? I'm talking about Hugh Jackman, <laughs> Wolverine, from the X-Men. Okay, I was, you so know, you know where, you, have you heard about Logan Paul? This is where we get into shit now. No, no sir. you're bringing up Logan Paul. Yeah. I love Logan Paul. Listen to Logan Paul's new podcast, Impulsive, by the way. You know, there's, there's, you know, if we shout them out, they'll shout at us. I'm they pretty will, sure that's how that they works. They will, yeah. They will. Low gang. Are you not part of the low gang? Not at all. No, you're not a maverick? I don't even know what that reference is. <laughs> is that what he calls people? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to be a maverick. Um, anyway, Logan, Logan can get dark. Logan could, can get dark, yeah. I wish that uh, Venom had gone down that route. And I don't know, one movie I wish it, it kind of could have done something like was Birdman. Because uh, that was very dark. I don't know if you saw that. You probably like Schindler's List as well. Yeah. 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 What if Schindler was like a superhero? Would that have been like your favorite superhero film? Because uh, no. in many ways he could be seen as a superhero. Yeah, like as close as we can get to one, I suppose. Yeah, but if he just wore a cape <laughs> throughout the entire film. No, because then he gets spotted just. <coughs> yeah, but maybe it's a. Like there's a fellow with the cape. <laughs> yeah. Loaded up. Yeah. Schindler man. <laughs> um, well. Like, I'm just thinking of Man Bear Pig. That <laughs> yeah. Um, but as well, so you've seen that. You, you've surely seen a. a good few other films what's like the highlights would say of literally this year I forget this year we saw the Avengers didn't we mm -hmm. <coughs> um, yeah. I don't know I'm just I'm just but in terms of since was since. that was the last film you've seen was, was Venom film? no Venom and A Star Is Born that's it for the whole year yeah I, I also saw A Star Is Born and Which, I would say like in terms of over the Christmas mm. so this is the one thing I would say in terms of this podcast like um, it's obviously where have we been We've been kind of arsing around a bit, to be honest. Mm -hmm. and As always. Yeah. But also, like, I suppose, for people who mightn't see as many films as we do, who, you know, obviously Christmas coming up now, they're going to have a bit of time off. Now might be the opportunity where they'd download a film or watch it legally. Legally. Yeah. Um, only do it legally. Only legally, of course. So they might decide to watch a film that was out this year or even towards the back end of the year that, you know, so what should they see kind of thing. 
Um, you probably wouldn't recommend Venom off of that, I would say. I don't know. People could have a different opinion of it, but... You know, because you know, you, you do that over Christmas, do you? Like in terms of, it's kind of shit weather and rain and cold. Yeah. You're inside, it's cozy. You know, you put on a film. Yeah. And, and like, like this morning I woke up just with this, I don't know if you call it a craving, just to watch Lord of the Rings. So like I watched the first one there and started watching the second one before I came out tonight. Okay. Over to see you. Uh, and yeah, just like that's one movie that I absolutely love. And no matter how many times I watch it, like Goodwill Hunting, I just can watch it to death. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, fair enough. But in terms of then this year, so you would you would recommend A Star Is Born or? I would, yeah. But just kind of suspend your belief sometimes because there's certain situations in it that, you know, don't actually make sense or that are just too coincidental. I, yeah, but in <coughs> fairness. Like knowing, I, knowing exactly what, when your part comes in in a song uh yeah well yes and no because without who, rehearsal without rehearsal they did rehearse it once to be fair they were on the street talking that's spoiler alert that's not a spoiler well you haven't seen it that's why you're listening here number one place to come to if you haven't seen things yeah we don't <laughs> we don't spoil it i haven't spoiled anything in terms of the reviews yeah you haven't because <laughs> well that's that's us unfortunately <laughs> It's a dynamic. <laughs> um, we don't spoil it. You set um, them up, I knock them down. Exactly. I tee them up, you knock them out of the park. I feel like you're doing a great job in this podcast. <laughs> and I pull a hamstring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's not really a spoiler, I wouldn't say. I I thought it was very good. Overall, yeah. Like, I saw that one as well. I, I did think that was... I don't know how many good films was out this year, but I think that was one of the best ones this year. I think you were raving about... Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, would that be your number one of the year? That's probably so far, yeah, the number one. Um, if you have even a passing interest in music, or the I, think you'd, I think you'd like this film. The Queen is not necessarily, you don't she's not need to it, like the Queen, like, but she's referenced. <laughs> she is referenced. Um, the band name. She doesn't ever appear. <laughs> the Queen doesn't ever make an actual appearance, but they do mention her from time to time. And... That can be a bit off-putting, depending on your stance on, on that. But, no, it, overall, it was brilliant. Um, do you want to laugh there, or...? Not really. No? Okay. Overall, yeah, that was that was a proper good film. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've watched many, many times my review of that on, on our YouTube <laughs> no, channel. I watched it once, and I left a comment. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Did you leave a comment? Yeah. Well, that's good. You commented on your own channel. <laughs> it was your video. Mm. It was the King Henry the Ninth video that I commented on, was it not? No. No, movie seriosity. Okay. Um anyway. Talk about kings and queens. Mm-hmm. Queen. Decent band. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. Um a lot of Queen being thrown around. I actually was meant to see that when it first came out. Um, had to take a call about a car loan, which ended up lasting like 20 minutes. So I would have missed like the whole beginning of the film. So I kind of didn't go then and had to go away for that weekend. Was working all the next week. So I ended up kind of delaying it by about a week, week and a half. Mm -hmm. And basically when I did eventually go to see it, my prediction had already come true. So when I first went in to see that film, I was doing like the before thing. Um, and I was basically going, I feel like when this film comes out, Queen are just going to have a little renaissance again. 
and you know they're going to queen everything from now on because it'll remind people how good queen are mm -hmm. and like freddie mercury obviously was um and yeah that had already happened like the following week so yeah. the film had come out rave reviews i think it's rated like definitely over eight anyway on imdb still um which is difficult to do uh, you know nowadays i would say especially um but yeah so it had it had done really well and that's all you hear now is queen everything mm -hmm. and if you kind of go you'd kind of become a little bit obsessed with it actually i think um like you'd you'd be looking it all up and listening to stuff i know i've been sending you things like the vocals and stuff of yeah. freddie mercury and, and it's just like it kind of just reminds you how amazing they are like i did like queen before i went in but it kind of ramp up your you love them now Kind of. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> or well, close. Are, are certainly, like, for now, anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're kind of hooked now that you have the story mm -hmm. down. Um, and I've looked into a lot of how accurate the film is. And there is some, again, what you were saying, some too easy coincidences and things that were just done for the sake of the film that aren't true, to dramatise it a bit. Mm -hmm. But I think overall... It's kind of the true story. You know what I mean? It's like the Wikipedia version of their story. But they have it to doesn't it. dive too deep in. But I feel like it couldn't really. They couldn't get it all in. Do you know, yeah. it's a, it's a story of however many years, decades of music. Like so, mm -hmm. they're never really going to be able to tell everything. But they got them the highlights in, and I just thought, like in terms of the music, everything in that film was just shot very well. The casting was the number one thing. The casting was ridiculously good. Like, I don't know, there's videos you can look up, like, side-by-sides of the real person versus the actor. And as good as Rami Malek looked um, as Freddie Mercury, mm -hmm. he was probably the worst one, like, in terms of the casting. The worst casting, yeah. Like, at, <coughs> for the main ones, anyway. What do you think if he had bulked up a bit more, like kind of, because Freddie Mercury had a lot more muscle than he does? Yeah, do you think maybe, that, that, would maybe that was it, yeah. But like, I still thought that was brilliant casting, but just the other ones were uncanny, like the... Brian May, like... Brian May was exactly like Brian May. Roger Taylor. John, yeah, Roger Taylor was good, but John Deacon, he couldn't look any more like John Deacon. Mm -hmm. Like... It, is it he was, a relative? Like, is it kind of straight out of Compton? I don't think he is. I just... I just think it was amazing. I don't know how you'd find someone that looks that much like someone. Because fair enough, there's thousands of actors in California or whatever waiting to get a job. But like this fella couldn't look any more like him. Like it's, it's weird. Yeah. Um, the only other thing was I'd really been looking forward to Sasha Baron Cohen being Freddie Mercury since when yeah. it was announced. Same. And like thinking, yeah, that's perfect. You know what I mean? He looks dead like him and... You know, obviously, makeup and all that would make him look even more like him. Yeah. And he was probably a bit thicker for the role, and yeah. probably s stature wise was more similar. But uh, yeah, then your man wins you over, like Rami wins you over. Um, I think the reason for that a great was job. the reason for that was I read anyway. I don't know how true it is, but um, they just didn't want people thinking or associating Freddie Mercury with just being funny or Ali G, that kind of whole thing, dominating the whole thing. Well, what I had what I had seen. With that is that Sasha Baron Cohen wanted to dive kind of too deep into all the drugs and stuff like that and the kind of the bad side of Freddie Mercury. Well, the truth. Really. Well, it is the truth, yeah, yeah. Whereas in the film, 
they did kind of paint over that a bit. Mm-hmm. They they more implied it at times rather than really coming down hard on them and criticizing them for it or anything like that. But would it have been if it was factual? It wouldn't be, but I think to kind of wrap it up all nicely and have it kind of Wikipedia style, they kind of had to brush over it a little bit and imply some of the bad things so that you could ease, more easily forgive them and be on side. Do you know what I mean? But you need to forgive them. Like, you know. You do, kind of. Like, you feel sorry for them when things are falling apart because they're not really showing you why they're falling apart. Mm. They're more just going like, you know, his friend, in quotes, that was there, was kind of the reason that he's being led astray and it was less like it was his own bad decisions and yeah. more like he was just with bad friends type of thing. Mm-hmm. So that made you feel bad. And then obviously, once he comes back and the only spoiler I can give in this film is he dies in the end. The only yeah. spoiler. Yeah. So I've ruined that now. <coughs> yeah, so if you don't know the story... Yeah, Freddy yeah. dies. So that's the only spoiler I'll give. Yeah. But other than that, i definitely watch that film. I think even just for the last 15 minutes, it's unbelievable what they've managed to do in terms of camera work, CGI, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Everything is just so well done. There's, there isn't any scene in it that isn't important because it's Wikipedia style and it's only the highlights. Mm-hmm. So every scene is important and every scene does exactly what it should do. None of them are like boring, let you down. Yeah. It's just really, really good all around. That was your, would that be a movie of the year or Star is Born? <clears throat> I think that one just shades it for me. Um, but for different reasons, like Star is Born is, is really good. Like Bradley Cooper's first directed film. Mm-hmm. I love Bradley Cooper as an actor and obviously now he's a really good director as well. And a good singer. And what was that? You were showing me a video uh, inside the actor's studio. Yeah, brilliant. Um, There was something like Louis C.K. was talking on some radio show or some podcast ages ago and kind of making fun of the people in the crowd of Inside the Air. Like, how do you, you know, what's your methods for acting? And like, those guys are never going to make it, you know. Have you ever seen one of them ever be someone? And then it cuts to this clip of like a young Bradley Cooper still in acting school asking, I can't remember the actor, a question. Is it Sean Penn? <coughs> Sean Penn? Yeah. But I, I, I don't know what he asked, but he, he asked something about his process or something like that, and it was exactly the type of cheese question that Louis C.K. was talking about. And then, it's funny, because you, you go. look at Bradley Cooper now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I think, yeah, big things in the pipeline for Bradley Cooper. But, um, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely, it's probably closer to an Oscar-type film, though, that one. Mm-hmm. Like then, Once he then, doesn't do on stage what happens in the movie yeah. <laughs> when you get the Oscar. Like, if yeah, if I was nominating them for Oscars, I'd probably nominate A Star is Born for a lot more. Over, funnily enough, over Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. yeah, I just, I don't know. I think it's easier to do a Bohemian Rhapsody in terms of a film. Like, it's easier to pick a great story and just portray it mm-hmm. rather than from scratch. It was already a film. Three times over. But to redo it and spin it and kind of give it its own life mm-hmm. is tougher, I think, in many ways than here's a bunch of performances we just need to recreate and link the story together, which is already a fascinating story. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I don't know if you watched the other ones, like, you know, Judy Garland. <clears throat> I think she was in the second 
version of it, Judy Garland was Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. Okay. Um, she played the like what was Ali. it Ali? Yeah, hmm? in the second remake of it. Like after I forget the actress. Was this the best remake of it though so far? Um, I've, I don't heard, know, I've heard that. Like it kind of seems like each generation has had their own version of it. Like you know, kind of the seventies. I think nineteen seventy-seven. There was a Chris Christopherson, Barbara Streisand one. Yeah. Where like that was kind of funk and soul music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just to fit that time, really, of what music was out there. I think it was just cool with that film as well, because, I mean, I was never... I didn't really ever hate Lady Gaga or like her. I was kind of indifferent mm-hmm. about Lady Gaga. Um, but since that film, you'd have to like her a lot more, yeah. just because she's a regular person. You know, seems decent enough, and obviously a great singer as well. But I think you appreciate the singing more mm-hmm. without all the the gimmicks. Yeah. That she has in in real life, mm-hmm. so I would say yeah, that's there's so many positives to both. Like it isn't, it's not an easy decision, but those would be the two highlights. If you need to watch two films over Christmas from this year, especially from the second half of this year, those are the two, for sure. Speaking of uh, Queen, actually, um, I feel. Like, you know, judging by looking at the trailer and whatever like that, I still have yet to see Bohemian Rhapsody. I just, I would hope going into it that it it deals with some of the real life stuff and it doesn't sound like, you know, veer so far away from, I don't know, what are actually sad facts about Freddie Mercury's life. You know, judging by what you're saying, they kind of show you, they reference. They glimpse it and yeah. they imply it, a lot of it. They don't go into graphic yeah. detail. Because like, you but know, there is, yeah. there's a lot of, you know, of course, he had a sad end and everything like that, you know. Um, mm. And just one thing that I think of, but I don't imagine they could show it in the movie if it's meant to be for everybody, mm. uh, is this this club in London where um, a lot of a lot of gay people at the time were, you know, like kind of celebrities and whatever like that. You know, they went into a club and uh, they had like a downstairs room that was I think it was lined with sofas or pillows or something like that, whatever. And they just would relax or. I don't know, yeah, drinks and relax and whatever. Yeah, maybe they did drugs nice. and whatever. But then um, maybe it led to gay sex, whatever like that. Oh, what? You know, maybe it led to sex with each other, you know, like all the men down there. Because That's, they were... Uh, like, I'm not sure about that. Would Freddie been to that? I'm sure he would have been. Really? Yeah. yeah. I know there's, like, you know, people are debating <laughs> all that crap, like, you know, but I'd say he was gay, like, you know. Go on, where is this going? Right, go um, yeah, basically everybody who was in the room is now dead from AIDS. And that's what it says in the documentary on YouTube. They show you this room and they say virtually every person who visited the club and was a regular there uh, has died from AIDS. Like, and they reckon it's homosexually related rather than drugs. So stick that in your movie. <laughs> stick that in your movie. Um, well, that's funny because when Freddie Mercury died, kind of Queen died in many ways. I know they're trying to redo it with Adam Lambert. Um, yeah, listen, thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> Thank you, next, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Because... There's no replacing Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Um, when when Freddie died, Queen died. Yeah. And so you could actually say... But the Queen is still alive. You could. Um, but you could say AIDS was the killer of Queen. Yeah. So killer Queen could be about AIDS. Mm-hmm. But AIDS survived and we have live AIDS. Live AIDS. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so on that note... On that very light note, Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. And we'll see you in the next podcast. Or we'll hear you in the ne- You'll hear us in the next podcast. And hopefully we'll hear from you. Yeah. We want to see them comments. Yeah. Cletus, get the keyboard, will you? Cletus, get that keyboard, yeah?
type it out. Right, see you in the next one. Shlana Wally. By the way, you know Freddie Mercury was a maverick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the new merch coming soon, link in bio.